Hi, it's March 29th, 2017. This is Ray Renati for Wave Radio with In the Green Room. What I'd like to do today is tell you a little bit about an experience that I just had. I directed the magnificent masterpiece written by Arthur Miller, A View from the Bridge. I directed this play at a theater called the Pear Theater in Mountain View, California. It's a 99-seat theater, which is considered a small theater. Now, the play was originally done in 1955 with a realistic set, but I decided to do it differently. I designed a set that looked like a boxing ring, and we built basically a boxing ring on the stage. Why did I do that? The play is very fluid. It goes from scene to scene to scene, from indoors to outdoors, back indoors, and then outdoors again without people even stopping to pause to go through a door, etc. You could see that it was probably written, Arthur Miller was probably writing it for what he thought was a large Broadway stage where they had a lot of money and they could fly things from the ceiling and make things pop up from trapdoors under the stage and it would all look magical. But given our budget, we weren't able to do that. So I decided to build a boxing ring and it worked out splendidly. It was a little bit more difficult to direct the play this way though. For instance, there is a scene where they're supposed to be eating dinner. Well, because we were in a boxing ring and all we had was a chair and a bench and we were using very few props and we certainly weren't going to bring food and a table and dishes and forks on the stage, we had to do something else. So when one of the characters is supposed to go get dinner, what I have her do is eavesdrop on the conversation that's happening while she's supposed to be getting dinner which allows the audience to forget about the fact that she's supposed to be getting dinner and are concentrating on the fact that she's eavesdropping as her aunt and uncle are talking about her on stage. So I had to do a lot of things like this to direct this play, and it was a lot of fun, but I have to say it was a huge challenge. Fortunately, I had a fantastic cast. Now, what does it mean to have a fantastic cast? Well, number one, you want to make sure that the person that you've cast in each role is able to do the role. Do they have the experience and the qualities necessary for the role? If there's an accent involved, can they do the accent? If it's a lead part, have they had other lead parts? The lead role in this play is extremely difficult. The character is Eddie Carbone. He's a a uh, very angry, repressed person who ends up dying at the end because of his own shame and guilt about his feelings for his, his niece. This is something that's hard to portray on stage in a way that's believable, so I had to have a very experienced and skilled actor. Fortunately, I know one, and he did the part magnificently. Also, in that we had a representat representational sort of stage, i.e. a boxing ring, 
I had to use sound and lighting to create an atmosphere. Fortunately, I found an absolutely wonderful lighting designer who was able to do magical things with very little equipment. <laughs> There's also a scene where Eddie is supposed to be calling the immigration department on a payphone. Well, it wouldn't have made sense for us to buy an old payphone and put it on the stage, given the fact that we were in a boxing ring. So what she did was is she made a square blue light, super bright blue light that shone in the corner of the downstage area. And Eddie, while he was talking to his attorney, this blue light caught his eye and he starts walking away from his attorney toward the blue light. And he gets on the phone simply by standing in the blue light. He never puts his hand up to his ear as if he's talking on a phone. He just does the lines as though he were talking on a phone. The audience gets it. There's no need to pantomime anything. In fact, it's more effective that way because it allows the audience to use their imagination. And any time you can get the audience to use their own imagination and do it successfully, they will love you. I think that's enough for today. I will talk more about this play again in my next broadcast next week. Uh, it's been a highly successful show. It's selling out. Uh, the actors are getting standing ovations every night. I'm so proud of what they've done. And for me, it's the biggest risk I've taken as a director, and it's definitely paid off. So for those of you out there listening, if you're a director or an actor, don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to do things differently than the default. There's always a default choice. Dare to disregard the default choice and do something your own way. That's, all, that's what I'll leave you with today. Dare to disregard the default choice. Great. Well, that's it for this week. This has been Ray Renati for Wave Radio, and you've been listening to In the Green Room. I will see you next week on the boards. See you on the boards.